Here we go. Here's the quick little intro. So Marty Ray, the Marty Ray Project, as we mentioned, is our special guest. He's a man who is described by IMDb, the funniest and scariest guy in any room growing up, and still is. A man who has more hats than the lids in a New York City thrift store combined. A man who rocks a cover better than a duvet cover sheet in a luxurious hotel. A man who is not only all about that beard but all about that Jesus and the opportunity and gift he has been given. A man who is an artist, an actor, a director, a podcaster, you name it, he's done it and can do it all. He might even be a doctor and we don't even know. Oh, there it. he is. The one, the only, Marty Ray. What's up? How's it going, man? that intro. Just enough. Did you ride that or was that on my yeah. TV page? No, that that was credit to me. Just the one part was IMDb. Right. Fantastic! I'm gonna I'm gonna add all that other stuff to the IMDb now. Oh, you should. And if you ever need a hype man, and I happen to be able to travel anywhere near you in the next six months, then I got you. You can pull that off. Well, I'm gonna need you to get to Nashville as quick as possible. I'm Done. on it. I'll drive We're you. In. We're yeah. in. I'll be the show. And they haven't they haven't shut down commercial flights. I heard they're really cheap this time of the year. So we'll we'll we could probably make that happen. This time of the virus, they're really cheap. Yes, absolutely. I know somebody I was looking at was trying to get from Florida to Washington, and it was ninety five dollars round trip. Wow. Yeah, I was like, you probably should go. And he's like, Who was that with? Who was that flight with? Uh, I didn't ask, but I could find out for you. Probably United, if you someone you knew. Yeah, it was. It would have been South Florida, so oh, I don't. And I don't know. There's a lot of flights that come into Florida. Sure. I highly recommend it because there's a lot of craziness with spring breakers going on down there. I told them just to kind of hunker down. So, but um, yeah. So first off, thank you very much for taking. Oh, should taking, I have this? Uh, should I have this like that? Wow, that makes the beard pop even more. That's a good beard. It's awkward because when I when I look in that myself in the thing and I I try to shake move the phone like it should be, it, it's uh, it's awkward. <laughs> Okay, there we go. It's not it's not awkward for us if that makes you feel any better. So <laughs> it looks good. Well, you look good. So quick little uh we got a couple of questions for you. So one thing that you probably hear a lot, but we wanted to just kind of ask you as well, like what got you into music? Was it something you did as a kid and you were like, dang, I guess I have the music in me? Or was it something that you kind of really struggled with and you had to work like a little bit extra hard to you know become the music genius that you are today? Well, I don't know about no genius. That's that's <laughs> high praise, but uh, hey, that's that's my uh, that that's my personal opinion. Take it as it is. Wow, I sure appreciate that, man. Honor, I'm honored to hear it. Um, well, music. I, I was uh, I was singing out of the womb. I, I just was able to do that out of the womb from God's graces of gracing me with talent. But uh, to try to make a long story short, I was uh, I used to mimic people, so I would uh, mimic other artists and. And uh, th- thought I did a pretty good job of doing it back in the day. People like Mahalia Jackson and, yeah, even women. Before I hit puberty, I would, I would mimic women. And, oh, uh, Logan still can. Yeah. yeah, can. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he'll hit puberty someday. <laughs> it it actually happened two years ago. I'm 39 now. And then he grew no a beard. No way. Congratulations. Yeah, and then I, then I grew a beard. It was awesome. 
Did you did you have a late puberty party? I should have. Yeah, we've been celebrating like for a long time. I know a good band you could hire to come play. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. We're in. <laughs> hey, so anyway, um, back to non-puberty uh, <laughs> items. Um, uh, uh, so I, I grew up singing other people like Boys the Men and Charlie Daniels and yeah. Leonard Skinner and Elvis Presley, B.B. King, just mimicking all these people and thought I sounded just like them to my ears. And, oh, yeah. Uh, my, my, the two people in my family that I looked up to that that did music for uh, a living and for the churches and things like that, uh, I always wanted their approval. So I would ask them, "Hey, how do I sound? Did this sound good, or did that sound good, or whatever?" And they would, they would say things like, mm, "It's all right," or, "Or you should probably start playing drums if you want to get into music or something." And I was always. Uh, beaten down by that you know i don't knock them for it if that's their real opinion that's fine yep but uh years later in 2005 i believe it was i got an apple macbook and it changed my life forever i was able to record from GarageBand the a preloaded app that they have on there yep and i decided i could record myself so i wanted to see if it was if i really sounded like i thought i sounded or not and so i started recording myself i didn't sound too bad to me but uh i went to but i still was mimicking other people so i sounded like other people and there's no there's no market for somebody that sounds like everybody else because those people already exist so i didn't have my own voice i didn't have i didn't even know what i sounded like singing because i never sang myself it was always mimicking someone else but uh we went to I wanted to record my uncle and my cousin and I, the, t- the two people I looked up to, and I wanted to record all of us singing the song Hallelujah. And yep. so we went and tried to do that. We never finished it. And my uncle had to leave. And I said, I told my cousin, I said, look, I want to get something done uh, before I go that I can edit so I can practice editing and see what it's like, you know, to learn. And uh, I, he said, what do you want to do? And I just picked a song out of the hymn book. And a song that I'd never heard anybody sing before. So I had no reference. And it was a great speckled bird. And since I had no reference, I had to sing from the heart. And I played it and I sang it. It was the first time I'd ever heard my own voice. And it was, uh, it it was, uh, I got chills when I sang that first time. And, and uh, I came out and I was like, man, I said, you hear that? How'd that sound, man? He goes, that's all right. (laughs) <laughs> I was yeah, like, okay. well you keep the same energy i see okay and yeah. uh so i left there and showed it to my uncle who had left and he said he said well because my cousin was recording albums already uh so he thought that he had edited my voice and and things like this so well he changed he did something to your voice and changed it up and and i said no he didn't i said this is that was that's just raw that's just me singing. That's all that is. And uh, he didn't believe it. And then until years later. So then I posted a video and I said, let's see if let's see if I'm really supposed to do this for a living or not. I'll make a video and put it on Facebook. And I did that. And it got like 30,000 views. And I thought, man, I'm famous now. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I was I said, shoot, I'm headed for the stars. And then nothing happened for a long time. Besides, I was working for my father at his mechanic shop. And people would be people started calling and saying, 
man, that song moved me to tears. And when are you when are you doing a, a an album? When are you coming out with an album? And it got me to thinking. I was like, maybe maybe that's God saying this is what you're supposed to do. And so I took the last three thousand dollars I had and I made an album. I went to Nashville, came to Nashville, yep. and uh, slept in the back of my uncle's van. Not the not the same uncle, but the back <laughs> of my other uncle's van. And uh, made and paid three thousand dollars for some songs. That's awesome. You know what? Now that the uncle would have believed that you were sleeping in the van, anyways, right? Yeah, he wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> so, did you just happen to have an uncle that was in Nashville? No. Well, if I had an uncle in Nashville, hopefully he would let me sleep in his house. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a what a mean guy. <laughs> yeah, you can come, Marty, but just sleeping in that van out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, and rumor has it in 2005, once you bought the MacBook, you were the one that actually took the bite out of the Apple and gave it the iconic uh, Apple look, right? I did. I did. I did indeed. I wanted to show people how um, the Apple logo was the forbidden fruit, and uh, yeah. we're all biting off the tree of, of knowledge. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so um, I, I, I was just wondering if you have ever Googled yourself. And the reason I ask is because when you Google your name, it shows – people also search for and your other search company is vanilla ice otis redding coolio skinnard bill withers just to uh, name a few like that's some pretty amazing company right there it is i don't deserve to be in it but that's an amazing company for sure I, I, that's just google's algorithm i'm sure because i've done covers of all those people's songs so yeah i'm sure that's what that is i don't i don't think it's people's you know saying Hey man, he's as good as Bill Withers for sure. But uh, if that is what he's doing, then I'm definitely honored by that. Or when they stand next to you in the beard and they're like, "Well, I guess there ain't no sunshine." Well, speaking of, <laughs> well hey, you got the same size beard. Yeah. Speaking of ain't no there. sunshine. Ain't no sunshine is one of my favorite songs. And then uh, did I, did I, did I, did I lose y'all? World. Am I still here? Yep, yep, we got you. What a wonderful world is the uh, song. Am I still here? Kids at night. I, I, I still can you hear us. Hello. Can you hear us or no? I can't hear y'all now. Um, leave and then come back. Okay, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave and then come back. Dad, gummy. Sometimes what happens um, when you do take a call uh, through the broadcast studio that we have, if a if a text message or a call comes in, I think that's what happened when it went blank. It sometimes messes up with the sound. But um, yeah, Dan C. Um, shout out to you, obviously. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. We're both, sorry. we're both, yeah, going there. And, uh, yeah, that's some decent, decent company indeed, Joseph, that, um, that he is yeah. mentioned with. And if you guys haven't Googled or obviously checked out Marty Ray, you can find them at martyrayproject.com. Obviously he's Marty Ray. The band is Marty Ray Project. You can check them out on martyrayproject.com. YouTube is the same. Marty Ray Project. Twitter's the same. Facebook's the same. Instagram's the same. You can check awesome. them out on on all of them. So, so hopefully we get him back. There he is. All right, he's back. All right. Oh boy. Yeah. You sometimes know, I have my best. Yeah. No. Sometimes what happens in the app is if you if, if a text or a call comes in once in a while it just messes up the sound. So in and out and um. But yeah. So we were talking kind of about the amazing you know company through there on Google. And one thing I wanted to ask you, like you've met some pretty amazing people in this in throughout this journey in. I know you can't pick a favorite, 
but there has to be at least somebody that sticks out in your mind that's, you know, through this venture, you're like, this was a really cool moment in my life. And I just wanted to know, you know, one of those moments that you wanted to speak about. Well, there is several, but I'll tell you the one that's most unbelievable and uh, sounds like it's a movie and that uh, it's hard to believe. It's just, it's just because it keeps the story keeps getting bigger and bigger as I tell it. But I'm going to tell it, and people can choose to believe it or not. Before I had any fans at all, uh, I had these people that were encouraging me in music to to go after this thing. When I made that first album and completed it and got the CDs and things like that, I thought, hey, man, this is going to sell like hotcakes. And it didn't do that. It did not do that at all. And uh, But I was taking it around, and I was meeting these other artists that had achieved what I was trying to achieve. And these, some of them were legends. We're talking Charlie Daniels and, and BB King and Charlie Daniels. I met him and, you know, you hand your music to these people and you know that they get this all the time, but you still do it just by some glimmer of hope that they will listen and maybe be able to help you out in some way, which is most likely never going to happen. And, uh, but I handed my album to Charlie Daniels one time. This is not the story, but this is a quick one. Handed my album to Charlie Daniels, and it was about a month or two later. He tweeted me, and I saved the tweet. He tweeted me and said, um, "Marty Ray Project at Marty Ray Project. Listen to your album; it rocks." And I was like, "Wow, man! Like that really boosted me in a place where I was about to give up, you know." Yeah. And I was like, well, this is too hard, man. I can't, it's just too hard to break into this thing. And uh, when I seen that, I was like, all right, I got to keep going. And so then I met, uh, I went to a BB King's concert and uh, what, he was, uh, he was old at this point. He was like in a wheelchair already. And uh, he was, uh, well, he, he had to be wheeled around in a wheelchair, but he sat in a chair in the middle of the stage. Yeah. And Same I was on the front row and he was playing and I'm just sitting there vibing, you know, I'm like, Oh man. Oh, BB, you know, just, just killing it up there. He, and even though he was an older man, he still killed it. And, uh, he stopped in the middle of a, sh in the middle of the show and he points over there at me and he says, as long as that man right there is having a good time, so am I. And he goes, bah, 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 thrill is gone away. And I was like, what the heck, man? He's talking to me. And everybody was looking at me. They thought I knew him somehow. And I didn't know BB. I knew who he was, but I didn't, I've never met him before. And uh, I was like, what in the world's happening? This is amazing. So if the story stopped there, it's already amazing, but it just progressively gets bigger and crazier. So after the show, I knew the person that was putting that show on. So I had the the blessing of being able to go backstage and meet BB King. Wow. Uh, personally. And, uh, but we're going up to the stage and we're going behind the stage and it's pitch black dark. You can't see anything besides the flashlight that they're leading you by in front of you. And there's this row of security guards that are standing there with their arms crossed, blocking us from, from going. So if we're going like this, where's the camera? If we're going like this, <laughs> the security guards are over here, right? So there, there's a line of security. So we can't go like this and go to the stage. So, but you can't see anything anyway, besides them and this narrow little pathway that you're walking on. As I'm walking, everybody, there's, there's like hundreds of people walking back there. 
and I'm walking back and all, all of a sudden through these security guards comes this, this massive hand comes out and grabs my hand and starts pulling me to those security guards. And I'm like, what in the world's going on here? And, and just a massive hand. And he pulls me in the, and these security guards are pushing me and they're, uh, saying you, you got to leave. And I'm like, somebody got a hold of my hand and they parted ways. And it was BB King in a wheelchair pulling me to him. Wow. And he said, he looked up at me and he goes, he goes, I want you to know that I enjoyed having you tonight. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, that's kind of what came out. right? There. <laughs> <laughs> what the freak are you supposed to say? Like, why, how, why do I deserve this attention? Right. What is this? And he said, I look forward to seeing you back there. And I was like, this is crazy, man. And I have, I have a Martin guitar. And B.B. King was under contract with uh, Gibson Guitars. He was not, he, he was obligated, he was contractually obligated to only sign Gibson Guitars. So I waited in the, in the end of that line and let all these people go in there first. With, and they were trying, they were meeting him and they were getting a picture and they were, uh, talking to him briefly and they were just kind of moving people along like a cattle call or whatever. <laughs> and they were taking guitars in there and anybody that didn't have a Gibson guitar was being, you know, shoot away. They would not get a signature. So I seen that and I was like, Oh man, he's not going to sign my, my Martin for sure then. But I took it anyway. And as soon as I got in there, as soon as I walked in, he looks up and he goes, his eyes lit up and he said, there's my friend like that. And then wow. I bring the guitar to him. I hand it right to him. He looks up at the head of it, and he says, it, he looks at, sees it's Martin. He goes, looks up at me, and he says, I'm going to sign it anyway. And he <laughs> signed B.B. King on my Martin guitar, and it could be the only one signed by B.B. King. I don't know. Dude, but uh, And then, so if the story stops there, right, it's already big. It's already unbelievable. But it doesn't stop there. I had that that album that I created, and – I hand it, I hand it to him and he, he looks at the album. He goes, well, 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 I knew you. He said something like, I knew you was a musician. I can't remember his exact words, but it was something like that. And then he looks, he looks over at the person. He says, hand me that Sharpie back like that. And I thought, no, no, I was saying, man, I was saying, no, no, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want you to sign this. I'm giving this to you. He goes, I know who it's for. Gets the Sharpie, gets the Sharpie hands it to me and says, I want you to sign this to BB King. And at this point, at this point, I'm almost in tears, right? Trying to be a man and not cry right there in front of B.B. King. But my first album ever, I signed to B.B. King. And I like to think that he kept it on his bus until the day he died. Absolutely. So, that's crazy. Yeah. And in the chat, Jeff said, like, that's awesome. Let's see that guitar. Um, it, uh, it he, he plays this guitar on, um, on his albums and, and a lot of stuff on the YouTube and different social medias. You can actually see the guitar. Um, and then in, in some of his videos, too, you can actually see in the background. You can see a, a picture of, of BB that's signed and everything. So um, I can send you a link to a couple of those. But, yeah, if you if you check it out, he does. Uh, he, he still has that guitar. So we were just saying in the chat, Jeff Kennedy was saying, let's awesome see the guitar. Obviously, you don't have it with you. But I said in a couple of your videos, you can see the guitar and, and some pictures and stuff that uh, that you have of him. We got. No, I don't know what happened. 
So he's he's going to be right back. He'll be right back. This is this is the coolest. This thing what like like what you said. Story. What you said, like Dancy. What a story! Wow, just absolutely unbelievable. I couldn't imagine. Like he kept saying how he had cold chills. You just going there, like I had cold chills just listening to the story, and it didn't even happen to me. Like just an absolutely yeah. incredible story. Am, there we am go. I back? We got it. Yeah, yeah, we're just saying Dan C. No, it's okay. Dan C just is admiring the story as well as us. We're oop, I press the wrong button. Sorry. Uh how uh you know you were saying you got goosebumps earlier, just listening to your story and that the opportunity, like just just goosebumps with us. So I saw him on that Man, hard to believe. That's so crazy. What'd you say? I saw him on that tour. I, I'm guessing the same tour up in Ottawa. And it was like I, I didn't I was I was, you know, uh, I think second level. And this the the it was it was odd to because my parents introduced me to BB King, and I, I just I've always listened to him, and him and some others. It was odd to see him in a wheelchair when he first got rolled out there, and the trumpets and the band is playing. But as soon as he as soon as he started playing, it was like, oh, this guy can't. You know, he's having trouble walking, but holy crap, can he still play? And he can, yeah. man, he could sing. You know he couldn't play and sing at the same time. Yeah, I did. I guess I didn't know that for sure. He couldn't. He, he never. Sense. He never did play and sing at the same time. He would play his lead parts, and oh, then yeah. he would he would he would put his hand he would put his arm up on his guitar, and he would be like, "I bought you a brand new car. Said you wanted a Cadillac. You know." And he would he would prop it up, and then when it was time for him to play, he would get to get get to work, but. He never played and sang at the same time, which I found so incredible. Yeah. Dan C in the chat says he took a history of rock and roll class at the University of Michigan, and B.B. King was the absolute star of the history. I don't doubt that, man. I'm going to tell you what. B.B. King, still to this day, his that whole story, that whole experience that I was able – I could be – I don't know, but I can't imagine too many people having a story like that with BB King. I don't, I don't know how. And it was like a, it was like a divine moment that happened. And it still to this day drives me and keeps me going. That's all. And I had, like I said, I had no fans. I had not one fan then, not one. Yep. I I had people like him and him and Charlie Daniels and, and uh, uh, Loretta Lynn. And, and those people were, were divinely without even knowing it were, were shoving me into, uh, creation they were they were putting me out there and making me continue uh doing what i was doing what do you think it was during the concert that drove him to notice you were you you must have been singing at the top of your lungs no i wasn't i'll tell you i'll tell you first i should have prefaced it with this um (laughs) when we walked in you know how a concert is all the, the the house lights are always super dark yeah so not it when B, when we walked in there, they were super dark. And BB comes out and he says he starts playing a little bit and he stops. And he says, "Raise the house lights up. I want to I want to see my people." And uh, so they raise them up a little bit, and it's not to his liking. He says, "No, raise them up a little bit more." They raise them up a little bit more. He goes, "Now just turn them all the way on." So they we he literally played the whole show as bright as a living room. It wasn't like I, a uh, I remember so that. still everybody. He said, "I want to see everybody." And so it was not like he was struggling to see me. And it's not like I'm hard to notice if I'm on the front row with a bald head and a big beard. <laughs> so I think he just, I think what initially drew his attention was that there was a man that looked like he was a hillbilly 
um, just feeling his music better than anybody in there, right? I think that's what yeah. the initial thing was that, and it never left him. Then he started feeling something else, I think. I think he started feeling a kindred spirit uh, yeah. afterwards. After, or so I think it was. I think it was more than just hey, there's a, a bald headed white guy with a big beard that looks like he came from the mountains that likes my music. I think it, I think it went deeper than that. But I do believe that because of this massive beard and and the bald head, I think that that was what drew his eyeballs. Right? It could have been the fact that I took my clothes off and was dancing up on front of the stage too. I don't know. I don't think so, it was that. I think it, it happened. Was, it was the hillbilly, <laughs> yeah. the hillbilly connection. Keep keep your story the original way. Don't tell <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So I saw I saw a couple of throwback pictures of you with, like way way back in the day, pre beard, probably high school type era. You were an absolute monster. I feel like you could probably bench an eighteen wheeler if you really wanted to. Did you play any sports? Did you run security for school, making sure kids weren't smoking in the boys' room? I uh, I always uh, that you picture you talking about when I was in shape when I when I looked pretty. Hey, hey, we all got we all got yeah, that dad bod thing going yeah, on, man. Yeah, like yeah. We, we, we not old, him, not him. He just hit puberty. A couple more years, he'll get it. But. Hey, old as a shape, man. Old as a shape. There's different shapes. Wow, that's true. I'll tell you, um, I'm I'm a double dad bod, so. <laughs> I'm going for my third. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, yeah, I hope I don't reach it, but I'm going. I'm, I'm trying my best to not reach it, but it's, it seems like it's getting closer and closer. <laughs> all the uh, you're probably talking about a uh, you're probably talking about a picture from uh, after I graduated. My whole high school career, I was a chunky boy. You know, I was, oh yeah, okay. I was thick. I wasn't fat. I wasn't as fat as I am now, but I was uh, I was chunky um, the whole time. But then after I graduated, I moved uh, back to Memphis. I was born in Memphis, grew up in Arkansas, went back to Memphis after I graduated and uh, started. I was didn't have any friends in Memphis. Right. So what do you do? You start looking for ways to occupy your mind. And I started studying fitness and uh, uh, working out. I started literally all I did was work out. I can tell. and and uh study so i just studied fitness i said you know what i was thinking i want to be a i want to be a fitness trainer now this is this is fun and i was religiously working out it was five years of my life i was uh i was doing that i was in i was definitely i was in very very good shape i was able to without steroids i, I could bench i didn't i don't know what my bench was max max wise because i didn't do that but um i worked out with you know 310 pounds uh on the bench that's what i worked out with so i didn't uh but i don't know what my max was i didn't because i thought that was always an ego thing and i didn't want to get involved with that but i never never took steroids and uh when i got married and had my first child i lost all the all the gumption to to go after it so hard as i was yeah it's and, uh, started eating more yeah and you've seen that you so you seen that uh, chiseled jaw I used to have? Oh yeah, and, and no offense to the chiseled jaw, but I, I like the look as it is right now. Yeah, the, jaws don't matter anymore. I never want to see my chin again. Nah. So speaking, yeah. speaking of no chins and beards and everything, like you've done a lot of stuff for the bearded community. I mean, what do you think that is one of your biggest contributions to the bearded community? Well, I don't know. People say that, but. I didn't go about it. Like I was growing a beard before it was uh, the popular thing to do. You know, I, when in high school, I grew a beard and got, and got, uh, you know, persecuted for it. Like the teachers would say, 
you got to go home and shave and things like that because some of these it's going to confuse new students because they're going to think you're the teacher or something. And I said, that's no reason for me to have to shave and things yeah, like that. Been good in our high school. Yeah. Yeah. So they, that is, I've been growing a beard for a long time, man. I, I yeah. before duck dynasty, before, before the thing came, I don't think I ever, I don't know if I've, I don't know what people say you've done a lot for the bearded community, but I don't, I mean, other than just make funny videos, I don't know. I don't know what I've done besides just make people laugh. And that was always my goal yep. in those parody videos that I did was just to make people laugh and to see that, uh, to kind of see that, that even though I look mean, I'm not mean. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a gentle, funny guy. I like to have fun. And uh, I think cool. that goes for, cause I think, I think just like everybody, people get judged by their cover a lot no matter what they look like. And yep. that's the worst thing. I, I'll, I have a quote that I said years ago. I used to tell people, I said, look, don't judge me for my looks. Judge me for my sounds. Close your eyes mm -hmm. and just listen to my, just listen to me and then judge me after that. But don't look at me and judge me from the way I look because you might be wrong. You might be right, but you might be wrong. So, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So speaking of beards, what's one of your go-to beard products? Any, any certain ones you like? Do you use products? like? I used to be sponsored by a beard company, yeah. uh, Beardalyzer. Okay. Uh, I'm not mad at them. They dropped me. But, uh, Bear loss. Yeah, well, you know, it was, uh, I, I'd like to say it was amicable. It wasn't amicable, but uh, I didn't know they were going to do that. But nonetheless, we had some good years, made some funny videos from it. Yep. And uh, you can't take that away. And, um uh, but now I'm, I'm in the process of starting my own beard product company. It's, it's going to be called uh, Beards of Alpha. It's going to be like a beard fraternity. That is amazing. More than just a company. I, I want to do something. I don't want to just make beard oil in the kitchen. I want to I want to build a community of people that have beards and then people that, that don't. I'm not talking about people that have beards like mine even. It could be you could because I, I feel even if the people are growing a beard, and they they can't grow a real nice beard, but they they're they're still trying to rock it. They're yeah. they're, fan, they're friends of mine, man. Which you know, I know I got a song that says all my friends are bearded, but that really ain't true. I got tons of friends that ain't. So it doesn't even the people that just just like beards, you know what I mean? That they like beards, but they maybe they can't grow a massive beard. But sometimes it takes till year thirty seven to hit puberty. It is what it is. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was thirty seven. Well, he, he's, yeah, he's, going he's like, oh, this guy grew a beard in high school. Yeah, it wasn't 39. Yeah. It was like 37. So, uh, I, like, I could grow one, except I had, like, I had different patches in different places. And up until probably, like, two or three years ago, all of a sudden it started filling in. But I, like, I was shaving, like, religiously. Then all of a sudden, a couple of years ago, I just got, I got lazy. I had kids, and I was like, yeah, I'm just growing my beard, and I'll just trim it when it gets, and I was like, Holy crap. And peer pressure from me. I don't have, yeah, I don't have patches. And then all of a sudden, McClear decides to shave his beard two years ago and grow it back. And I was like, uh, I'll see what I can do. And so here yeah. I am. Since Labor Day, this is impressive for someone that could never grow a good beard. Yes. So yeah, is there any way I can get a, a closer look at that beard? Like, can you? Yeah, get it right here. Here's camera static. Right there. Here's right. the camera. Get right in there. It's not bad. Like, so I always had patches here and here. Man, you know what? You're encouraging a lot of people right now, man, that, that have that problem. 
it takes time. It does take time. So it so there was there and then also right in here. But I used to when I was younger rock out the sideburns. So I always I, I would have sideburns down to here, which I at one point thought was just gloriously beautiful. Um, it wasn't, but I I, I like the sideburns look. I like the Elvis look. Yep. But I love Elvis. Hell yeah. yeah so so when you not. when you get your things going, and I'm sure you're absolutely covered, but if you need more fraternity members, you got two right here that would love to help you in anything absolutely. we can do, even if it's as simple as wearing, you know, a shirt that we'll purchase, whatever we can to help you out. Just know that the guys at Beard Laws, and, and we have a very, very, very knowledgeable beard guy here. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the videos or anything, but Dan C is a great, great bearded guy for the bearded community. Does amazing videos and everything on YouTube. He's... You know, as soon as you said that uh, that stuff, his eyes just, I mean, his cartoon eyes are even excited. Where's the camera? Bam, right there. Cartoon eyes. That, that, um, that, that, that's there, absolutely amazing. And like I said, I know you have, you know, an absolutely amazing following. But, you know, as bearded brother to bearded brother, if there's anything we can ever do to help, we're definitely here for you, man. There's a lot y'all going to be able to do to help. I mean, I need everybody. It's not like uh, I want everybody to be involved in the fraternity. And then I want to, the thing about me is I'm, I want to build a place like a website and an email list to where we can communicate with each other without having to go through algorithms Yes, and without having to use other people's platforms that we can actually communicate. And cause, cause I've that's the thing about me. I think that's why I have such a loyal following is uh, because I've always commented back to everybody myself. I've always, used to answer every single comment, every one of my answered in the old days. Uh, but now it's, it's so hard to, to do that because sometimes the video, some of those videos are, are old and I don't even get notifications for it. So I would have to go and search every video every day to find those. But I still try to get every, like on new videos, I get, I get just about every one of them. Yep. And uh, even the messages, the comments and messages and emails, I answer all those myself because I think that I think that, that that was the reason why I was meant to be discouraged for a moment during a season. I was supposed to be discouraged about uh, my singing and my talent so that when I was able to achieve something, I would always stay humble. And, and, and I think that it, I think that's a big factor in it that kept me because I appreciate every single person that that views my <laughs> views, my work or downloads yeah. my albums or. Whatever they do, even if they say, "Man, you're fat," but you sing to them, right? Yeah, I still, I'm like, "Hey, thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> thanks, thanks for noticing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of things like, like on you get a lot of backhanded compliments on uh, YouTube. That's for sure. Oh yeah, it's an interesting place. I uh, just got a couple more questions. If you got, if you got time, but if you got to run, definitely understand. No, man, I'm just sitting at a gas station. Just let me know. We, we, Absolutely. Yeah, just, just – I done interrupted y'all's show twice now with phone calls. I owe you more than – whatever you need, I'm here. Uh, you owe us nothing, man. I appreciate the heck out of it. So um, what is one um, person – what is, like, one, like, kind of beard-related joke that you get all the time that kind of annoys you a little? I know the one for me personally is, hey, you one of those guys dynasty? Like no, no. Yeah, no, not that one for me. Mine's different, and it's so annoying. Uh, and I, I always make a, a point to let the people know that it's it's uh, overplayed and annoying by saying when they say it, 
I always say, hey, man, that was hilarious. Uh, when's the Netflix special? <laughs> With deadpan face, like, just like. Oh. What they say is, they say, hey, it's not like it offends me. It's just, they say it so much. It's like, please, think of something creative. I'm okay if you talk bad about me. Yeah. It's funny. I, I'm going to laugh with you. But they say the th same thing. Looks like his his hair left his head and went on his face. And I'm like, that's the best you can do, man. Because yeah. like, I because I shaved my head. His head left his his hair left his or his head's upside down or something like that. You know, <laughs> it's always something. You know, it, it might have been funny the first time. Maybe. But when they keep, it's like, I don't know. But they don't know. You know, they don't know that that, that I've heard that a million times. I'm sure. Yeah. But they couldn't. Here's the thing about YouTube. Is there is there's a very few times when I'll get an actual hate comment, which is a blessing. Yeah. I don't want to get a lot of hate on YouTube at all, or any, even on Facebook. Um, so I've been blessed in that. I haven't, I haven't. Most of the comments are are lovely, even even the ones that are like I said, backhanded, where they say, you know, how did no Haggard could sing, you know, things like that. And you go, hey, they like the singing though. That's all I care about, yeah. and. Uh, but even those are, are they're lovely to me. I don't care if they don't like the way I look or not, as long as they vibe to what I'm singing. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. I ain't no pretty boy. Ain't trying to be. So, <laughs> yeah, gave up on that a long time ago. Yeah. So we do, we do a segment on the show that's called What's in My Beard. It's a segment that's a food review segment. So what we do is we go to different places. We try the food, you know, because as you know, stuff gets in the beard. So we do just an honest review of the restaurant. And once in a while, we try to bring in people that cook the food because they're customer service. They have to be nice. But this is kind of their opportunity to kind of complain about some you know, customer. So question to you is, what is one of the foods that you absolutely love, but you really struggle to eat because of the beard? Man, that would be like uh, spaghetti, like pasta. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I love pasta, and it's so hard to, so hard to eat because you got to – you got almost got to chop it up and then eat it in like like a spoon or something. Almost like yeah. when we were kids. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's like, Daddy, you cutting up my food? No, this yeah, one's for me. <laughs> yeah. This one's. And I still end up with sauce all over my beard. Somehow. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what's what's your favorite favorite place anywhere you've been to eat? Your the most it can be hometown. It can be the a dive bar. It can be a deli. It can be a best restaurant. What's your favorite place to eat? Favorite place to eat, man. You're talking to a fat boy, so there's many of those. Love him. You gotta, you gotta narrow that down, brother. What, you, what kind of food are you talking here? Yeah, Where, Dan, like, Dancy, yeah, anything so like, sauce. If, if you go, if you go, let's go with if you go home and you are relaxing and you just need a good burger or some good pasta. What's oh, what, if I'm at home? What? Oh, if I'm at home and I, I want a good burger. I mean. To be honest with you, if it's if it's like a home, I'm at home and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and pick something up and go home with it. It's gonna be just like some fast food or something. Um, but or I'm gonna make it myself at home. Okay. And uh, but if I'm going out to a restaurant, I it it would I tell you a place. There's a place here called Jumbo Delicious in uh, Hendersonville, and uh, it is a, it is probably one of the best burgers I've eaten. There's also a place that's it's a franchise. I think called Jonathan's Grill. I don't know if it's a franchise, but I think it is. 
they have amazing food, amazing burgers. But, uh, you know, people, people kind of, they hate to give franchises any love, but there's a reason why they're franchises. They, they got good food. Please. And they've, they've like battled through the tough times, the start off with the small shops. They've earned their way up. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't knock them because just because they made a, made a, made a big time thing out of a small time thing. Yeah. Cause that's how, that's how winning is done. Like Rocky would say, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So when we come down to visit you so we can hype you up everywhere you go, um, we'll, we'll make sure to check out those two places because, and burgers are really tough to eat with a big beard. They're, they're everywhere. I'm a guy that, you know, you can, whatever you can put on a burger, give me the, give me the veggies, give me everything. And it's just everywhere, but it's a little snack for later. Yeah. Where are y'all at? We are in uh, New York, yeah. right on the Canadian border. So people are like, ah, New York. I mean, I don't know. Like when you think New York, you're like, ah, New York city. No, a little North. Ah, like Syracuse or Albany. No, no, no way North. We are actually 45 minutes from Ottawa. That's how North we are. Almost Canadians. Yeah, we're, yes. we're, we're literally seven miles, uh, probably ten, eight, nine, ten miles from the Canadian Bridge. Yep, just to get for the International Bridge. I love Canada. Oh, that's for sure. Oh. I, was, uh, I was in Canada last year, and I went and got my first Canadian poutine, and it was oh. It's a life changer, isn't it? Yeah, I've been craving it ever since. So I'm thinking about moving. Hey, if you want to move, why don't you come you come with us? We'll put you up in the studio or whatever for now. You, you can teach us a couple things. But one thing, too, that you haven't maybe tried in Canada, they have things called beaver tails. And it's almost like a fried bread dough with cinnamon and powder and all this contraption. Beaver tails are, are pretty amazing as well. Is it like a, a sweet, sweet It's treat? a sweet, yeah, yep. Like a funnel cake? Kind of like a funnel cake, but like Canadian style. So maple syrup, I think they probably put on it with... Is there cinnamon? There might be. I can't remember, but I think they do something with some maple. Yeah. Look, are y'all uh, are y'all sweet or savory men? I, I, I'm a sweet guy. I'm not. I'm a savory. I, 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 if you gave me a choice between sweets or or savory, I would go savory every time. I, sweets are. Uh, I do like them. I, they're they're great, but I could do without them if they didn't exist. It wouldn't hurt my feelings, you know. What I'm I mean? not, but, I'm like I haven't had a donut in probably two years. Like I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like a lot of maple syrup or anything like that on I mean, it. Give me, give me, I don't know. Well, for one, give me hot wings, but <laughs> there's, there's that. But if, if you're ever up near Ottawa or Toronto or or Toronto, look up uh, Ottawa Blues Fest. It is a fantastic concert in the in the capital of Canada. And uh, if you're ever up near there, look us up or let Matt know or myself and uh it's it is a time it is y'all go there every year we try we, to we try to it, yeah. it is such a concert in 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 a a party uh, not not like we don't go there for the party it's 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 a little spread out the way they do it because there's different places that they go. Yep, like they have the main stage, and then they have like Blues Village, and then they have you know the kind of the the younger crowd, I'd say, area with like selfie technology stations and some different kind of music. And then my favorite one last year is way 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 back of like nowhere while this concert was going on. Uh, Rodrigo e Gabriela played. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Um, mm. They're Brazilian. And they they're just like a, a male, female, a 12 string and another one. And they are able to play the guitar and like the percussions while they're playing. 
And it's just just an absolute masterpiece what they do. Like they don't really have words. And there's one song and they're like, they just get you going. And they're like, all right, sing with us. And you're thinking, well, you don't have songs. And they just get playing. And then the whole crowd next, you know, they're going, oh, and next thing you know, you're just singing to them just playing. And it's they're they're a pretty cool uh, piece. And and they were up at Blues Fest just in this weird hidden area. And, and when Obama was in president, when he was president and the Brazilian president came over to the White House, they actually hired these guys to pull for him. So, like, wow. Yeah. They're, yeah. Oh, they're impressive. I didn't go to I didn't go to that part. I stayed. Uh, who's I watch? I was watching Eric Church. Um, with the wife, who I really enjoy, Eric Church. But uh, Matt went to see these guys and came back, and his eyes were just wild. It was crazy. He's like, "Oh my god!" It was. That sounds like an amazing, very amazing interactive show. It's yeah, it's good. I'll um, I'll send you a link to one of their shows one time, and they have everything down to the minute. Like they have a timer on the side, and their whole set is just time related, and they just flow one song to the next. It's it's a cool thing. I'll send you a video of that. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're ever if you're ever in the area for Blues Fest and and it's cool because Ottawa has such a very very good kind of like music culture, like every different little pub and area, yeah. cl- you know, club. They just have you ever music. been to Ottawa? No, I I went to Edmonton. Okay, way way over. So so we'll get you. We're gonna side. we're gonna get you to Ottawa, and we're we're gonna have a, a cool little meetup. And well, when things work themselves out, of course. Well. You know, if I go to a music fest, I'm playing at it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, that's the only time I would really go. I'm not. It it would seem like somebody like me would be maybe big on crowds, but I really ain't. I'm really not yeah. big on I'm crowds. Not, I'm not like Memphis and May. They when when I lived in Memphis, they had this this, this huge uh, Memphis and May uh, uh, blues festival, big huge thing in Memphis, and. Uh, People like Post Malone and all these people would come and play there. Just a massive show. There'd be there'd be uh, five stages and pe- five bands playing at the same time and and uh, at different parts of the river. And I was never I was never into that. I went I went a couple times and it just people always say, "Man, you got to come." And I would go and, and I just I'm not big, I'm not into crowds. You know, I don't like yeah. I don't like to have to fight my way through crowds i don't i don't know why i just i don't enjoy it so what we'll do then in order to get you there is i'll work my magic and we'll get you playing at blues fest in ottawa it's gonna be awesome that's what that's love, the new they, goal they'd love it 2021 i'll do that i'll do that 100 percent. we'll do that so listen then we can hang out backstage there we go we're in seriously uh so we uh we're not gonna waste any more of your time i just want to tell you thank you so much for taking you know the opportunity to do this and, you know, hopefully in the future we'll stay connected, you know, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously be a part of your bearded fraternity that you're having. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great uh, bearded brotherhood that kind of we started. And seriously, I want to, I want to thank you very much, man, for taking the time. We appreciate you. Well, it's, it's, it's already begun. It's right here. There's three, there's three members already. Absolutely. Perfect. And for anybody else that is still watching, you guys can check out Marty Ray and his band, The Marty Ray Project. You can go to MartyRayProject.com, YouTube.com slash MartyRayProject, Twitter.com slash MartyRayProject. Guess what's next? Facebook.com slash MartyRayProject and Instagram.com slash MartyRayProject. Check them out. Like them on every single social media. I guarantee TikTok. you will thank us later. And uh, he's on the TikTok. You're on the TikTok too? Is there anything oh, you don't do? TikToks now. Oh, I got 
I got it. That's like the only social media that I actually have a following. So I'm going to send you a request. I'm going to look you up. You'll never guess what I am. Beard laws. Joe wants to be the fifth member. I want to uh, definitely go check some of your content out on there. Absolutely. Don't judge me on my singing. I haven't sung from the soul on there oh, yet, boy. but it's yeah. it's getting there. It's getting there. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of beard related <laughs> stuff, but yeah, we'll check it out. I'm going to do some duets. And um, Dan C says, man, I appreciate the respect. It re- appreciate and respect the hell out of the Marty Ray project, giving his time here. He's captivated. So thank you, brother. And uh, Joseph, he's over and he says, can I be the fifth member? Hundred percent. We we need we need. Let's just keep building it. Spread the spread the project around. Let's yeah. tell some people. We're gonna. Hey, send me your send me your, on Instagram. Send me your phone number, and we'll link up. Absolutely. I'll let y'all. I'll keep y'all updated. On, Absolutely, uh, man. Yeah. On the what what the status is. Sounds good. Awesome. Like I said, we appreciate you taking your time, and uh, we'll we'll chat soon. Right on, brother. God bless you. Yeah. Have a good night, man. Absolutely amazing. That was crazy. Like like Dan awesome. C said, captivated isn't even the word. Yeah, just yeah. just an amazing, amazing, talented individual. Can't thank him enough for taking the time to uh, to he's, spend with all of us. He's done the work. He's <clears throat> he's he's done more than the work. He it didn't fail, but he wasn't there. And imagine all like part of his big break was a happen chance by BB King. Well, that no, in the, in the Charlie Daniel, like just Charlie Daniel saying, but the happenstance by BB King, yep, like he said, made him keep going. It's that it's, is crazy. How that stuff works is crazy. unexplainable, and like he says, you know, it's, it's it's a gift from the higher power and everything. Whether you believe or not, it's something that you know yeah. kept him going, made him who he is today. And and guys, That's honestly, awesome. <clears throat> follow him on anything you can. You will not be disappointed. And if you still watch him from the gas station. Yeah, seriously, guys, thank you so much. And seriously, thank all of you guys for coming back, sticking around. This is the world's Beard Laws world record for longest live ever. We're at 2 minutes, 21 seconds. We've had a blast. Time flies when you're having fun. Thanks to to our special guest. I didn't know you were live on the YouTube. Yeah, Dancy, we started doing the YouTube thing a little bit ago, trying to build the brand a little bit because – I'm inspired. I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired by this guy, Dan C, what he's accomplished, what he's done. So we started the YouTube a little bit. We're kind of doing them both. So, uh, yeah. Do you think Dan C, you're going to be a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think we get some of these guys on here real quick for, for interviews, but I think we need to get him back for an interview again. We'll, we'll, we'll get Marty back. I'm sure he'll take some time. Dan C is a scheduled guest. We've kicked it around a little bit. Just haven't confirmed on a date. Dan C when he's on the show is going to be electric. This guy can light up any room. He is an absolute stud on the YouTube. His content's amazing. I don't know if you've watched it, but next time I'm at your house, I'm going to make you watch some Please DNC do. stuff. I, my my time is limited. Yes, very limited. And unless he knows. I'm, unless I'm Dancy, here. has got a pretty newborn. Unless I'm here. Yeah. I am surrounded by kids, wife, and everyone else in my house. Yeah, I feel you. But seriously, guys, I appreciate every single one of you guys here. And I know that you know that I know that. You see that? Yeah. I know that I know that I know that. And um, so... Dan C is going to bring a huge crowd, cool, very talented, well diverse, educated crowd. Because not only is he a teacher, he 
Yes. Not only is he a teacher, not only is he one of the most intelligent, beard, knowledgeable guys, I'm going to say it, in the world. Ooh. And I'm not just saying that because he's here. If he wasn't here, you guys know. I I, 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 I tell this guy all the time. He's he's just, I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I couldn't be more proud to, to call him my friend as well. So, nice. all right, That's we cool. can go on and on and on, but seriously, we're not going to take up any more of your time. We appreciate the hell out of you. Tuesdays, because of everything that's going on, Tuesday nights, Thanks we are going everyone. to be doing a talk show. So even if you got five minutes, you want to come in, just say, hey, you want to come in, promote your brand. You want to come in and just say, hey, your beard looks like shit today. Hey, your beard looks good. We're going to go live every Tuesday at nine for the next little bit. Thursday, same thing, nine o'clock, more structured, featured interview, uh, what's in my beard, artist, everything else. You want an amazing show because there's not much to do? Monday nights, Dan C's live on YouTube. Wednesday nights, Dan C's live on YouTube. Tuesday nights, Talking Beards live on Facebook and I believe YouTube coming up. And then they're 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 going to do I think an eight o'clock on Tuesday I believe as well. And we're going to try to do a nine o'clock. So no. yeah. Whoa. So we have you covered Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We got it's you guys covered. Between beards everywhere. Just an amazing. Well, it's more than a trio. There's one, two, three, four. There there's technically six. I don't know what the fancy word for six is, but that's how many there are. Let's this, not get into that. I let's not pee. get into that. But he's got to pee. We're out of here. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys do. So um, we'll be chatting. Check the social medias. Dan C, Beard Thanks, Laws, everybody. Talking Beards, Marty Ray Project. We're going to hit you with the outro. Seriously, guys, it's been amazing. Love you all. Stay safe. Stay informed. And, uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't get the corona. So we're going to hit you with the outro. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you guys tomorrow.